It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That time of year, there's a lot of trade possibilities. A lot of them are kind of crazy, but we're going to get into them today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Locked On Chiefs, part of your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are free on every platform, so make sure you sub on audio and like, sub, and hit the bell over on the YouTube. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, home of the Athletic Matrix and the draft guide that you want to check out at RogueAPC.com. Lot going on. It's getting to that hairy time, and I think you have a you have a couple of really good ideas about what the Chiefs ought to be looking at. Yeah, and I'm Chris Clark, the founder of Chiefs Corner. You can find it down in the link. Uh, it'll be in the show notes, but it's also on the screen if you're on YouTube. Uh, lot to talk about when we talk about trades. Before we get there, really quick, I just want to throw this out there because it was just updated today. We finally know uh, what everybody is making. Kansas City is sitting at 17 million. Uh, in eighty four thousand dollars in cap space, basically right now. Gotcha. Effectively eleven thousand, or sorry, eleven million four and thirty seven thousand, because they still have to sign their draft class. That's uh, that's enough room to get something done if you need to, right? I mean, which that leads us to this subject that we're talking about. <laughs> it's amazing how that happens. Um, now I, I will say this: I I can't be a proponent of going out and spending a ton because what what is that we're talking about uh what just over 12 in in room yeah but you have to remember that they're probably going to lower brown's number when they sign him so i True. wouldn't be surprised if they're going to have more space um so I, I think that they could go out and spend if they want to and and really if they make a deal uh depending on who they deal for i think that's they could do an extension with them and get down even further so a little bit Makes to talk sense. about there so where do you want to start? Start at edge. Okay. So a couple of criteria. What are you looking for? And we're talking about trades only for the draft or only for free agents or, you, or not free agents, but guys on rosters or what are you looking for? Yeah, I'm looking at rosters. I'm, I'm looking at guys that are on rosters right now. I'm not looking at draft. Uh, so let's just hop in. I'm going to add this to the stream. There you go. If you can see it, there's the Chiefs information. And if you click on positions and then go to edge rushers. And then sort by free agency year on the right. Because ah. I, don't, I don't think you're going to be looking at anybody that's probably going to be a free agent in 2026. I think you're looking at, scroll down to like 2023. 2023 UFAs. Okay. There is your list. So a couple of names. Any names stick out to you? Um, well, obviously, DeVon keep going. Harris, the, these are in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, keep going a little bit further. These are RFAs. Right. Probably not going to be trade for, able to trade for them near as easily. But maybe. no, and and nor would you want to, right? Like you had Tim Ward in camp. You had Demon Harris in camp. Mm-hmm. You know, you get down to the point where um, the draft class that's interesting. You know, are the Niners ever going to give up Nick Bosa? No. Right. But but Josh Allen, Bradley Chubb. 
Um, Smoot, even the big one for me would be Brian Burns, who I think still has the most upside. There's Montez Sweat. Um, Marcus Golden, I don't know that, that that's huge myself. Um, anybody stand out for you? I think you're right on Brian Burns. I think that's that's one to look at. Um, people have been saying Josh Allen. I'm not really sure if Jaguars be, would be willing to trade him. Uh, I do think it's interesting. They just signed Arden Key. That literally just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. But I would I would definitely look at a guy like uh, Brian Burns. I mean, I would even look at Josh Allen. I know that his cap number is really high, but you can make that work. Yeah. I mean – the, the but the Broncos are getting rid of Chubb. No, no. And I don't Not think they're going to give up Malik Reed either, who right. is a little bit older, but he will be a, a free agent. For me, wrangling somebody, anybody worth taking off of another roster becomes really problematic to get them off that roster. So I don't, yep. I don't know how realistic that is, but this is this is crazy, crazy draft day. So what do you right. think you would have to give up for Brian Burns? Obviously, at first, the question is, is how far would you go with it? Yeah, and you you lost me at a first. <laughs> <laughs> he's 24 now, so he's on the younger age. But most guys, when they hit free agency, are 25, 26 years old. And that makes it problematic to really go invest in, in a second contract player that you have to give up draft assets for that you can replace the same way through those draft assets. But the question is, is you know what you have in Brian Burns. You're not going to know what you have in these other guys. So True. that's the question of whether or not you believe enough in Brian Burns to go and make a trade for him. And maybe he wouldn't have to give up a first. I mean, his, his cap numbers aren't that bad, but I really doubt that the Carolina Panthers are really looking at moving him. Yeah, I, I can't think that that's even in the realm of possibility until we find out what happens this next season with this staff in Carolina because it might not be the same after this next season. So you would not give up a first for Brian Burns, knowing that more than likely you're not going to be able to get an edge that you really want to start this If I was year. guaranteed that the first is all it was, then yeah, sure. But my my thought is that it's going to be a first and a second at a very minimum because of his upside, because of the trajectory that he still has in front of him. Yep, I would probably agree with that. Well, I would still consider looking and, and seeing because I just don't know what you're going to be able to get at 29 and 30. Um, there's really not much else out there when it comes to edges. That is one of the hardest positions to get. Uh, and we haven't heard that they're rumored to really looking at trading for any edges, but we have heard that they've been looking at other positions. And we will talk to you about those when we get back from this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what's going to be the best way to do it, but if I was going to lay some odds, it would probably be on corner. I could be wrong, but no matter what I was going to do, I would do it over at Bet Online because they give you everything that you need to make smart plays with your money. And that is all the sports information, all the podcasts, and all the odds on props and all the little things that you can put money on, get it on the line. And it's Obviously, still, there's a couple games of basketball you could still attack. But for the football stuff, it's very specific about player movement, draft selection. They have live betting. They also have Vegas casino games and all kinds of stuff that can help you. But for all the developments, all the podcasts, all the the changes in the league this season, you want to head over there and check out their website for many devices you can, including mobile. And that's over at Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So you want me to flip over to corner and see what's there, yes? Yeah, I do want to say this really quick. Burns would not cost that much against the cap just because he has prorated signing bonus. So I just want to throw that out there. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, let's start looking at corners. So this is an interesting way to look at it, is that you're you're starting looking at the list from contract relativity, whereas I'm trying to say who can fit this scheme and actually improve the 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 floor of the defense. And I get that. I think Brian Burns would. I think that there might be some other edges that will, but I don't know that Kansas City is going to be able to get anybody to trade them away before the draft. Agreed. After the draft, that might be a different that might be a different scenario. But then you're uh, that's a big question mark as well. Yeah. Now, in in terms of corners, there's no going back to Marcus Peters, so I know folks are going to see that and they're going to think it originally. That's not happening. Uh, they will not have him back in town. Um, and you can throw out anybody that's a chart that's anybody in division. That's not going to yeah. happen. And I would think that you could probably throw most of your big contenders in the AFC out too. That's that's a fair point. Although Denzel Ward, they might not be able to get him re-signed with the the situation that's in flux there. You might make a stab at that. Um, I'm not sure. I tr- I think that he's a guy that's. Uh, um, I guess I don't know that I would say Cleveland is a contender this year. They may be in the future. Right. Uh, the highlight of this class for me is is very straightforward, and that's Jair Alexander. I I don't think you're going to get him away from the Packers. I think he'll resign there and be happy. Um, Greedy Williams okay, is another Browns you, player you, you could, could think go about. Get Alexander, who? What would you get for him? Well, at that point, you're talking about a guy that is worth a first-round pick because you would spend that on a similar player type in the draft, and he's yep. proven it. Like you said, you know what you're getting there. The question becomes the question becomes about the money, so that's difficult. Um, you know, there are, there are other guys like Byron Murphy. If the Chiefs are going to switch to a more zone-centric scheme, then Byron Murphy would be a guy to, to talk about. Uh, Rocky Sin's already been traded once. I think you're probably going to wait for him to become a free agent. Same with Mullen. Um, Chandon Sullivan, I'm actually surprised, left Green Bay because I thought he put in some good rips for them. Um, if he's, again, a free agent, I would look at that, but I'm not trading for him. Um, Greedy Williams, like I said, still has upside, but, I, again, you can't make a serious investment in that. And, you know, he's He's like a fourth-round, third-round pick for me if you were really talking about a serious trade offer and it just gets thinner from there, you know, yep. I'm not trading for Logan Ryan. I'm, I'm not trading for Denard. I'm not trading for Quincy Wilson. You know, like there's, there's just not enough that's close that, that I would want to put that capital out for. I'd rather start over and see what free agency brings me, especially now that Patrick Peterson just went back to the Vikings yesterday. Yep, he did. And so that brings up a good point. What about James Bradbury, who it sounds like Kansas City's in on right now? Now, that's the interesting thing. I think that what that signals is if they are willing to do that, that's a partial switch in the, in the secondary because he is a better zone corner than he is a man corner. Yep. And I know that the Chiefs don't play as much man as they used to. Um, Traverius was about 34% man this last season. 
but that's still a lot more than what Bradbury's played in the past. So I, I think when you look at it, it's kind of a longer shot in terms of fit, unless because of Reed's acquisition that maybe they're looking at playing more zone overall. Uh, I think Reed is best in a two high rather than a single high. And so maybe that does signal that it's going to be a little bit different in Kansas City going forward. Well, the nice thing case, about – sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, in that case, then then it makes more sense. What I will say about Bradbury, though, is I don't think you're going to have to spend a lot of draft capital on him. I mean, maybe you have to send a fourth and you get like a fifth or sixth back. But mm-hmm. the Giants are so desperate for cap space right now. They are literally under 800000 in cap space. They cannot sign their draft class unless they clear cap space. So he's either going to get released or he's going to get traded. Yeah. Now, what we talked about earlier is Kansas City doesn't have the cap space effectively because of their draft class. But this is a situation where I think that if you could trade for a guy like Bradbury, you trade for him and you bring him in and you sign him to a two or three year extension, you drop his number. And that's what you would have to do, right? Because let's take a look at it. He's he's on the It's only 13 and a half. It's not that bad. Yeah, but we were just talking about we have 12 ish right Right. now. Right. So, yeah. But you don't have to worry about that money until May or June, and more than likely you're going to sign Brown. So I would think that you could still make this move now and still draft. And I and that's also if they keep all their picks, which I don't think they're going to keep all their picks. So No, I, I don't see them taking 12 selections either. That is that is a good point. But a, a couple of things. He's had a good year of production on the ball last season. I don't know that you can expect that consistently i'd like to see more of that year to year before i made an investment at 29 year old corner that cost that much money so again i'd like to use this as a stocking horse to try to see what somebody who's been an all pro like stefan gilmore could get you i think that's a more reasonable option but they kind of go hand in hand at this point because of of his age and what he's going through in terms of his career yeah he's 32 so the big questions on that as well so or no, he's 31. I apologize on Gilmore. Uh, so you're going to have to pay a pretty penny to get him. I think you'd still get Bradbury and, and restructure his contract and maybe give him an extra year on the contract and still just guarantee what his base was in 2020, in 2021 or 2022. Yeah. And still be pretty close to being okay. Um, so lots of different things to look at. Uh, and I want to look at the wide receiver position because I think that's something we've heard that they're looking for. Uh, and there's a lot of interesting names out there on the market. And Chiefs fans are hungry to hear about the news about Kansas City trading for more players or getting another star to fill Tyree Kill's shoes. But right now, I can tell you, I was really hungry earlier for lunch, and I had built Bars for lunch. So these are absolutely delicious bars. If you have not tried them yet, please go try them. Go to Bill.com and give them a try. They are delicious. They have different puffs, They have which are different flavors. That have marshmallow in them. They are 100% care. Uh, sorry, they're 100% real chocolates. All built bars are 100% ca- chocolates. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. You will not regret it. I use them as meal bars, and I'm sure Ryan has a couple right there to show. Go to build.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You will be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, and very low carb. Most bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four net carbs. And 17 grams of protein, that is huge. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's get into the fun position. (laughs) The one that everybody seems to be talking about, thinking that Kansas City is going to go do something at, at the wide receiver position. I mean... Yeah, it'd be fun to think of, but this this is prying a, a valuable asset away from another team. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't see the the odds of this happening being very good. So I I can tell you this right now, like a lot of the names that I would like to look at in the the twenty four free agent. I'll tell you this: a twenty three free agent does not interest me because that contract is coming right behind the heels of getting it. So like I'm looking farther down the line towards twenty four. And unfortunately, a lot of the names that look interesting to me are in the AFC, and I can't see anybody trading in the Chiefs to help them restock. What do you think about Chenault? Everybody's talked about Chenault being somebody Kansas City would like. Yeah, I mean, I think it takes two things. For Chenault, it's got to be that the Jags don't feel that they have a place in their offense for him. I think Doug Peterson is still one of the more creative coaches in this league. If you remember their Super Bowl, you remember what they did um, with their undrafted tight end. Like they they made him somebody that worked in that offense to a, a, a degree that was very hard to to disguise and very hard to deal with. And I, I think Chanel could be that for them. I have trouble saying that, you know, that Doug's not going to come up with a way to use him. If he did come over here, I, I don't think he would be that expensive if they've decided that they're ready to move on from in terms of draft capital. Still in a rookie contract that makes tons of sense. That's fine. But again, he is a guy that does a lot of things and lines up, at least in his pro career to this point, in a lot of ways of what McCall Hardman has done. And that that doesn't seem like a compliment to me. That seems like doubling down on a slot guy that can you know do jet motion, that can carry the ball, and you have to get creative ways to get it into his hand, but isn't a true attack the defense wide receiver that runs a full route tree, that uh, attacks between the seams if you're going to get – continual too high like we've seen uh, most of last season like that doesn't necessarily sound like a fit to me see the thing the my problem with this is you were already skipping the class that i was really wanting to look forward to talking about because there are so many wide receivers in the 2023 class whatever fine <laughs> i'm just <laughs> saying got? bring I, it up let's go debo samuels out there in the 2023 class i'm not <laughs> saying he, there's going to be a trade for him aj no. brown's in that class uh you just have a ton of talent in this 2023 class. DK Metcalf's another one that's out there. Um, just wide receiver after wide receiver. I think I, I'm i really curious because Kansas City is said to be looking for a top wide receiver. To mm-hmm. me, that means it's going to be expensive. They're going to have to trade away multiple picks. And they're going to more than likely have to give him a new contract. And I'm fine with all that because you can structure it to where you could make it work. Uh, Terry yeah. McLaurin's another one that's out there. Yep. Uh, there's there's a lot of 2023 guys that I think could really help this roster. And some of them are on NFC teams where it wouldn't shock me. 
I'm not saying I expect Seattle to move DK Metcalf, but could they with what they've been doing on their team? Yes, I think they could. Yeah. I don't expect it from McLaurin either, but I could see it. Well, yeah, and that's that's fair. I mean, those are two teams that are looking to rebuild in one Mm -hmm. phase or another, and sometimes that requires sacrifices of what are your assets at the time in order to to rebuild uh, an entire side of the ball or entire roster. So I'm with you. That that makes sense. Um, I think just to point out a couple of other things, um, A.J. Brown could be in that position here pretty quick. If they have to go away from Tannehill after another season, then maybe they're not happy with. Julio's already out of the picture. Dude, like, I'd give up a first and a second for A.J. Brown in a heartbeat. I mean, A.J. Brown in this offense would be devastating. And, and I don't care about what you have to pay him. You can make it work. And I would do the same. I would almost consider doing the same for D.K. Metcalf. Just because yeah. I think both of those guys could step into this offense and change the dynamic of it completely. Yeah, I mean, and to me, it's, it's worth it. It makes everybody else function more because they are guys that come in and take over the focus of the defense. Nothing against MVS or or uh, Juju, but I, no one's game planning right now to take them away as the top priority. I think even as the lineup exists right now, game plans as this team sits on this roster right now, game plans are going to focus on taking Travis Kelsey away. So what would you what would you give up for an AJ Brown? What would you give up for a DK Metcalf? I mean, they're 25. And that's the other thing. They're 25. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like I mean, McLaurin as well, but he's a little older. He's 27. So right. to me, it makes a lot of sense. Kansas City, you know, people have been telling me Kansas City moved away from Tyree Kill because they didn't want to pay him the money. It's a combo. They didn't want to pay him 25 million a year, but he's also 27 or 28 years old. Yeah. He's going to be 30 very soon. These guys are just hitting their prime. I would think that both DK Metcalf and AJ Brown are a little bit. They're like a, a low first round pick or a high second is is what I think their true value was if you were comparing them against the class coming in that they would have to to work through. So I'm okay giving away a first. If if we're talking a first and a second, I'm not so comfortable with that. I could go a first and a third if I really had to, if I felt like one of them had more upside in this offense than the other. Um to tell you the truth, I, I would lean towards Brown in terms of me too being able to fill out a role that they don't have like DK's nice. He's going to, he runs a lot of similar routes to what MVS runs. And that isn't to say that you would have to keep MVS or anything like that. You know, you know, you can duel uh, both sides of the ball with those guys, but um, I, I think multiple picks is certainly in, in the offing for either of those guys. Are they ready to really depart with them? I just don't know. That's the big question. Chiefs Kingdom, tell us what you think, because I think that this is a very fun subject to talk about, and uh, I do think Kansas is going to be trying to make a move, whether or not they can get one done. We will have to wait and find out. We will be back on Monday with another mock, mock draft Monday, and going through that, uh, Kansas has 12 picks, and I think we're probably going to have to take a look at a couple of different things that they could do with some of those picks uh, when they're on the clock. Yeah, definitely. There'll be a lot of options. We'll get into those. Uh, the the mock's going to be challenging. I don't know if we'll get through all 12, folks. We might give a bunch of them away. away. <laughs> but it should be entertaining, so make sure that you join us. I hope that you have a good weekend. If any news breaks, uh, I'll try to get something up for you right away. Thank you for your time today. Make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell over on YouTube. Thanks for making us our first listen as well. You can go and listen to the draft show as your second listen. That always helps. We'll be back with you. Uh, should be Sunday night. We should have that out. Uh, look, look for that mock and be excited for what could be New Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks for listening to us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.